0: Thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Bench. This is a podcast for athletic directors, coaches, and leaders, and it's done by three athletic directors from Iowa. I'm Todd Gordon from Greene County in Jefferson, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to leave us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and let's get to today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench. And we are in season two, and this is episode twenty-two. Hard to believe again. Took a week off; couldn't really took off Memorial Day, and uh, so it's been two weeks. And I don't think we've had two weeks off probably since uh, probably Christmas vacation after the national convention. And then, as I was looking back, actually, we didn't get together till about mid-January. I did one with. Adam to Judy to kick off uh, season two.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, so here we are, We're two weeks off. And I like to say I missed you guys, but, well, I did miss you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey come Jar- on now. Come on. <laughs> so, so it is It is June 2nd, episode, or season two, episode 22. We've been off for two weeks. Jarvis, take that hat off and shake it up, baby. Deuces in the dugout, <laughs> man. Here we go. Something <laughs> good's going to happen. That's a mop, man. I know. Look at my hair; it is just. Sorry, that was unintended consequences. Jarvis took off his hat, and we saw his hair.
1: (laughs) I might have to post this. Hold up! No, I got
0: to get a picture of that.
1: I'm like that guy from Ancient Aliens, you know, with the
2: hair that sticks all up
1: and everything. It's just crazy.
2: Mine might stick up that far, but I'm gonna let Scott have the limelight. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't need it. Yours has got you got the hat like stuff. Oh yeah,
1: it, it's it's all. It's got like the princess look, you know. That's classic. Nice.
0: Oh, you look like uh, what was the professor on Back to the Future? Oh,
1: yeah. Doctor Emmett Brown. One point twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs>
0: that, was, that was his hair right there.
1: My 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 family is watching that uh, that new show, The Prodigy. It's about some dad who's a se- former serial killer and. They tell me I look like him.
2: <laughs> that's great.
1: I was like, oh, gee, thank you.
2: <laughs> Wacky professor, Scott Jarvis. Yep. That's great.
1: Wacky. I wouldn't put professor with it.
2: Uh, that's kind of fitting. That's good. Yeah. We, we really might need to make that section our first video <laughs> podcast production right there because that, that was worth it right there. Yeah, yeah.
0: I got hired, but, uh, boy, going on about 10 days ago, and it was...
2: Yeah, it looks good.
0: It was thick. <laughs> yeah. It was thick. I left a lot of gray hairs on the table, I'll tell you that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife was kind enough to tell me that the gray shows up a little better with the longer hair. It does. Thanks Ooh. for that. Ouch. <laughs> it's good to have honesty. He's kind of yes, deep. It well, <laughs> it's all right. I probably deserved it. <laughs> I'm sure I deserved it. Well...
0: You know, here we sit two weeks later. We should have come on the day after, uh, about three days after we recorded our last podcast because Mm -hmm. here we are with baseball and softball, and we were were adamant there was going to be no baseball and softball about two weeks ago.
1: Egg in our face.
0: (laughs) I was wrong.
1: We probably should have gotten raw
2: eggs and smashed them against our heads. That was uh, that was a surprise. I was sitting in my office and Julie was out in the you know the front part of the office and well I won't say it on the air here but I I all of a sudden I was actually talking to my baseball coach about a few things when I got a text message saying you need to check out the governor so I said hey let's this this conversation went and checked it out and I was like I I was shocked my jaw hit the floor um, and I was like. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I won't say it here on the air, but I was that that phrase of, holy cow, I'm surprised. <laughs> came out. We, don't have the, we don't have the beep thing, do we yet, Todd? Uh, no, we
1: don't.
0: We don't have
2: uh, That's That's next level podcasting right there. We are right, yeah.
0: We need a producer before we can do that. Because <laughs> the three of us, seven seven us aren't the, quick enough to do it on our own.
2: Seven-second <laughs> delay, but yeah. <laughs> we do
0: delay to go back and do
2: it. What a crazy... Uh, turn of events, yeah,
0: it was, and it's been uh pedaled down since then, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later, too. But uh, we certainly got the crow on that one.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> <Well, laughs> couple feathers fly out,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah but. swallowed the whole bird.
2: But yeah. let's be honest, we're right most of the time. So every once in a while, we, you know, we can have a big one, right? Yeah.
0: the yeah. kids. Yeah. We're, yes. We're wrong yes. for the kids. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's, uh, let's pay some bills. And let's talk about hometown ticketing. And uh, now's a good time. You know, we've said that before. It's a great time to contact hometown ticketing. If you haven't already, um, because... Hometown Ticketing provides schools with everything needed to offer professional-level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. Hometown integrates industry-leading technology directly into your existing school or athletic website. This provides your fans with a simple and easy ticket-buying experience that takes place directly on your website. Without the need to create an account, remember password or download an app. From individual game tickets to customized season pass programs, our friends at Hometown Ticketing can customize an entire ticketing platform for your program. And the best part is it doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. So own your ticketing with Hometown Ticketing, the official ticketing partner of VNN Sports and Beyond the Bench. So visit www.hometownticketing.com to enroll your school today that's www.hometownticketing.com again i think just a great opportunity here over these next few months to just check this out doesn't cost anything to give them a call or to get online and set up a demo with them i think you'll be impressed and um, we're looking forward to, to working with them this fall
2: As are we, Um, I would agree. I mentioned last podcast, had a great meeting with them and and looking forward to next year and and all the options they've got for us. (laughs) Speaking of sponsors that have just been great for uh, the 80s in the state of Iowa and and know across the country, uh, one of our other sponsors, Gipper has been just fantastic for the 80s here in Iowa. And we wanna thank them for for joining us here on on Beyond the Bench and sponsoring us on our program here. Do you want your athletic program to stand out on social media? Well, now you can with Gipper. Using Gipper, you can create and share professional sports graphics to social media in seconds on any device and without needing design experience. Try Gipper out for free at gogipper.com backslash athletics. Gipper has gotten into the podcast arena as well, and you can listen to them by searching for Standout. That's hosted by Matthew Glick, and he does a great job uh, in that podcast. And like I said, we've talked about this several times now, uh, it's just been fun to watch on social media, just all the ads and, and, and organizations across the state using their their social media platform to just um, create just standout uh, you know senior profiles and, and 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 use it for school announcements and things like that. It's just really up the game, and that's been great by Gipper um, working with the Iowa Ads and the Iowa Girls Coaches Association on that. And and I'm looking forward to continuing to use them in the future as well. So thank you to our sponsors at Gipper. And Matthew, um, they're great supporters of us and and ADs across the country, so thank you very much. They just uh, continue to
0: knock out templates too, just different templates. Oh, yeah, Their customer service, um, that's the thing about Hometown Ticketing and Gipper, and Varsity Bound. We're gonna talk about Varsity Bound here in a little bit and some of the work they're doing right now for the state of Iowa. And uh, customer service is just top notch. I, contacted Gipper the other day about something, and boy, it was less than five minutes they were back with me, and I'm very impressed. And I know Scott's talked to them personally about some some templates, and they've gotten on that, but they're very receptive to to what we'd want to do and uh, just some different things. So to me, that's what makes a great business is their customer service, and they, they both have it, all three of them.
2: Yep, I would agree.
0: Oh it's uh, you know I, I want to talk about some new things we've got with uh, the podcast right now and uh, we have a beyond the bench site that uh, so it's actually a blog site it's blogger done well, through Google. but so it's a, it's a website where all of our information is so I've got I have all of season two on right now and I'll work on getting season one posted but all of season two, Uh, The 20, this will be the 22nd episode will be on there. Um, But what that, what that site does, and that site is btb4ads at blogspot.com. And I'll make sure that gets into the notes here, but that'll be something to go to because that has uh, not only the the, uh, podcast on it, it's got the podcast notes that we take every week. And those are just raw notes. They aren't edited. Uh, sometimes they may not make any sense because I'm usually typing those or somebody's typing those as we're talking. So we get what we can, but it's got all the notes on there. It's got links, um, biographical information on some of our guests. You can connect with them on Twitter there. If they have a website, I've got the website there. Um, if we talk about something that may have an interesting YouTube, uh, connection on it, I'll post the YouTube video there. So just lots of things that I think our listeners, that if they want to go a little bit deeper or have a question about a document that we talk about, if there's a document we talk about um, within a podcast, those are there as well. Um, So just maybe a little bit more in depth, more in depth than I can get into when we actually post the podcast. So, again, that's btb 4 ads dot blogspot.com. That's the site um, that has all the information for our our podcast. So that's been fun to create. Season two is up. Like I said, season one is on the way. The other thing that's out there right now, uh, Scott did some work on a a web store for us. And uh, this will be listed through the link on this podcast. But if you need to get some gear, we've got it for you. And that's going to be open until June 8th. And uh, so, if anybody wants some gear, we—I don't think we hardly mark that up at all. You kind of just bank costs for that, aren't you, Scott? Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, We want to take care of our listeners. Uh, we would appreciate, you know, if you want to give us a little love and wear something around. We've got some nice designs there, Scott. Good job on that store. That, that's got some fun stuff on it.
1: Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. I'm excited to see some people wearing it. Oh yeah, we gotta get right there. Yeah. Repping the BTV vibe, man. After I saw um, our guests from the Burlesworth Foundation, Marty and Vicki, wearing our shirts, I'm like, yeah, everybody needs a shirt. Everybody <laughs> in the get get a shirt. needs a you shirt. Need shirt. You get a shirt. <laughs> and you get a shirt.
2: <laughs> no. Hey, seriously, though, great work by you two, Todd. Great work on the, uh, on the blog. That's just fantastic. And... Uh, and my Siri just jumped into the conversation. Todd, great work on that, and and, and Scott, great work on the apparel thing. And that's Todd Gordon and Scott Jarvis, folks, the drivers of BTB. I'm Aaron Stecker. I'm along for the ride. Thank you for me. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. no. <laughs>
2: me too, really. You guys have done great work, uh, so thanks for that. Oh, no, it's, it's fun.
0: You know, um, doing that, I think we'll just reminisce here a little bit, but as I'm I'm going back through those episodes and going, you know, pulling up pictures of the people to put on the site and just going back through that. man, we've had quite a ride. Yeah. It's been fun. You know, it really brought it back to me when I, I posted uh, the episode, it would have been the episode um, two, actually from the national convention. And when I go through that, and start looking at the guests we had that walked through there uh, you know kevin calver which is so great to offer us his site high school ad as high school athletic director network and uh, we were recording his site and just to think about the people that walked by there that you guys were able to grab yeah to come on the show i'm mean, the heavy hitters
1: yeah and
0: good stuff and yeah, was... going through the guests it's just been a lot of fun the last few weeks you know when we had you know, Doctor Spencer and and uh, the Burlesworths, no. and uh, we're going to have a great guest on here probably in another week or so um, that Jared Spencer has recommended to us. It'll be fun, but it's it's been a lot of fun. And then, as I go through episode or, you know, season one to start posting those, that'll bring back a whole nother flood of memories. So, yeah. um, gosh, you knew, yeah, you guys yeah. went together and just talk. Hey, let's do a podcast.
1: No, let's do
0: let's do well, it. Let's yeah. do some stuff.
2: Well, I just you know it's been it's been great. It's been sixty two conversations with two great guys and with great folks and and just um just I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, doing it. So as they like said, it's hard to imagine thinking back through all that how um how many different conversations we've had and all and, and all the different topics we've covered. So it's been fun. Yeah, you
1: can't even you can't even map wrap your mind around how many things we've talked about and we haven't even scratched the surface.
0: That's the thing. There's just always going to be more. Yeah. And uh, we'll have
1: uh, topics and subjects for as long as we want to. So.
0: <laughs> and, you know, plus it's, uh, it's saving on the therapy bill. We're not paying okay. for any, any, uh, therapists. We my just,
1: wife appreciates you guys <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars uh, Dr. K every week, you know,
0: I'll put that thousand of dollars toward BTB gear. <laughs> right There you go.
1: I'm going to buy me 200 hats.
0: Use the savings.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I want to talk a little bit. Um, Scott you did a, a great job talking with Sam shell at varsity bound varsity bounds another one of our sponsors and uh, boy the app that uh, they have put together that I know the three of us are using and several others I think Sam just tweeted something out just a little over an hour ago that you know there's 20 schools going to be using it now and they'll be more on board and as we get towards the fall it's going to be something that I think we're probably gonna have to do it in the fall too. I just don't see that going away. Oh, um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's a great app, Scott. Why don't you just speak to it a little bit?
1: I here so everybody makes fun of me about these walks now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've 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 done a couple of things on these walks, fellas. <laughs> so I was just walking, and I was like, "Gosh, it would be really nice if we got to go through this screening." Process if we could just have an app and just go. And I called up uh, Sam and literally over Memorial Day weekend, he put it together. I mean, amazing. I mean, what a group of talented individuals that can do that yeah. that quickly. Um, and really, for the most part, has been very, pretty seamless um, for us. I mean, a couple glitches here and there, but amazing. So I I can't say enough great things about Sam and the, again, you talk about customer service a little bit already, Tom, oh. Todd, but he's uh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got, I'm sure he's got 90 million phone calls coming at him and he calls you back and he's making sure that kids are on and um, it's been absolutely awesome. So big thank you to Sam and all of his developers at Varsity Bound for Putting that together so quickly, and I can always just accredit it to my walks.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> I awesome. I had an epiphany. I had an epiphany.
1: <laughs> the
2: big, bright China
1: yeah, it was sky, and I saw a burning bush. There you go. My my hair, my hair grew, and, <laughs> and it turned gray all at once. It's kind of crazy. Yeah.
2: That's what we're going to blame the gray hair on, huh? Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and the good thing about the app, too, is that uh, as I was talking to Sam today, um, you know, it's it's got the stamp of approval from the Department of Education and the yeah. Iowa Department of Public Health. So, yeah. uh, <clears throat> AD, you really don't have to worry about it. Get in touch with Sam Schill, Varsity Bound, and uh, get hooked up with that app. I know, Scott, you've used it the last... Two days. Yep. We're gonna start using it in the next day or two as we get our kids registered for it. Aaron, I think you're maybe in the same process, maybe a day ahead of us or so. Yeah,
2: we we've, we've used it both days. We we probably hit about seventy five percent of our kids on it today. And and I have told them all the goals to have hundred percent of our kids who are playing up and running on it by the end of the day tomorrow.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, we our first day baseball a little shaky. I think we had thirty some kids who didn't have it down. Today we had five girls had three softball had three yesterday and zero. We had every single girl today.
0: Yeah. So we're talking on Tuesday. So two days of practice, centennial softball has got the uh, 4.0 average going there high
1: GPA. They're, they're a bunch of bright young ladies.
0: Well, I, I think Sam told me uh, too, that um, you want to talk about customer service that I, I believe you called him with one of your baseball players. And yeah. somebody's actually walking them through, walking the player through it right there before practice.
1: Yeah. We had, we had one issue where a kid had, he had already had a varsity bound app already downloaded. And then he got the notify me. We just had to make sure that his, both of his emails were connecting Same. with his notify me and his app. Yeah. So it was a pretty easy fix, oh. but we've had a couple like that where kids had already downloaded the app and they just needed to, uh, match up their email addresses.
2: Yep. My, uh, my athletic trainer has been a parent. So she had a, she had a, a login set up and was following as a parent. And now all of a sudden I want to get her going as a trainer and she was having a hard time figuring out how to make those two work. And, and so Todd Lawler, the other half of of the show there, um, uh, said, Hey, give me your cell phone number. I'll give her a call. So I did. And in five, five minutes later, they both texted me and said, Hey, we got her set up, ready to go. And so they took time out in the middle of their afternoon to, to call my athletic trainer and get her, Kind of shifted over from a parent user mode to a to an admin mode, uh, so that she could be the one who sends out. She's every 7 a.m. She's the one pushing out our our uh, our screening form, and she's checking on it. And she's talking to me about, "Hey, this kid popped up red, but they said yes to this question." So I call them, and they, "Oh man, I should have hit no on that." And she's doing a great job following up. But that all comes back to the R.C. Bound guys being willing to work with us and and get our people set up right. So yeah, yeah. great stuff. Great stuff.
0: Yeah. So let's do a little what's up, what's down. And, um, <clears throat> hit that. So I'm, I'm leading off. Then we got Aaron. Then we got Scott this week. So I had a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm just a lot of positives. I could talk about uh, smoked bologna, but I'll save that for another time.
2: Oh, I want to talk that about looks, that. I we look.
1: have
0: to talk oh, about oh. that tonight, though.
1: That looks so good. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, it's not your mama's baloney.
2: <laughs> we we can't you don't talk about that and that's fine, but we can't get off the, the air tonight without knowing. I want to know the background of where you got it. That looked awesome.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna my up is gonna be, we can talk about that later. My up is my daughter. I just thought I had to my youngest daughter, Abby. Uh, she's a healthcare professional, she's a physical therapy assistant. Uh, she works for a company in Boone and works kind of in Boone and Perry. Um, and so when the physical therapy kind of, you know, was kind of slowed down, she had to kind of do some, some CNA, some nurse stuff. And she was basically in Perry full time, uh, about the last three or four weeks. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but she did, she, uh, was, she had COVID and she had it. Um, and, uh, so she lost her sense of taste. You know, luckily that's really all she had. She lost her sense of taste for about three or four days. Um, but, and she was quarantined, kind of knew when the point of contact was, kind of who she got it from. So she went back to work actually a week ago today. And so she's mm-hmm. been back to work now, but um, it just, my outfit, just really just being proud of her for what she does because um, all three of our kids are, are, so different and, um, Abby's our youngest, but she's the only one that can do what she does. Our other two kids couldn't do it. Um, they just couldn't do the thing that she does. So, um, very proud of her. So that's my up and I'm proud of all my kids. And, um, but really proud of Abby for what she's been doing through this kind of on the front lines you want to talk you know i say they're the heroes right now and they are and she's been continuing to go to work and she got right back at it Um,
2: that's cool yeah thanks for sharing that good for her and thanks to her for that all right so my i got nothing but ups this week um so that's not true i got it down but um but the ups (laughs) I think I'm gonna settle on this. So we had a really cool moment here at the Stecker house last night. Um, and it's been in the works for a couple of weeks now. And I guess the backstory in this, um, you know, a lot of people have talked about, oh man, you ADs, you guys did a great job. You guys kept working and and kept people informed on what was going on throughout this whole, you know, COVID, COVID break and and the work you're doing the senior spotlights, and all that stuff. And and AD world got, you know, for those that are in it, got a lot of attaboys and pats in the back. Um, and our teachers worked their tails off, and, and and my wife is one of them. And I have to sit in here. Uh, how sometimes we had we had dueling Zoom meetings going on. She would have a Zoom meeting going with her class. I'd have a Zoom meeting going on in here, and and we're kind of battling one another back and forth for the who can hear who the best. But and she just worked her tail off with her kids. It was fun to listen to her interact and engage uh, with her kids, and and she did it through the whole thing. Two Zoom meetings a week. She would read to them. Uh, she had several kids. She met one-on-one with the help of math. And, uh, well, her kids last night paid her back for that. Um, and it works for a couple of weeks now where a couple of the parents got in touch with me and said, hey, we want to do a parade by the Stecker house at the end of the school year. You think we could do that? I said, absolutely. And so they picked a date and had to keep that open. And they they drove by. 6 p.m. last night, the Stecker class, fourth grade class from Pierce Elementary, drove by last night honking their horns and giving her gifts and signs and cards. And it was just Really cool, and she did a really fantastic job being a teacher through this uh, for those kids. And so, shout out to her and to those parents for for setting that up to make that that special moment happen for for both my, my both my wife and the kids last night. So that was cool. That's fine. Awesome.
1: Nice. Those are those moments you have to to hold on to. There were some paychecks there last yeah. night, so there were, there were yeah. some. paychecks, Yeah. Yeah. Nice
2: so sometimes
1: you like, why am I doing
2: this? <laughs> there you go.
1: Well, I my up really honestly has just been my baseball and softball coaches. I mean, they have been working their tails off and uh coach high is one of the best. I mean, he's just a great guy. Uh just a man of integrity and of character and he has been I mean, we've I told both my softball and baseball coach I'm you're probably going to get sick of meeting with me. But we met like We actually met two hours the day the governor um, made the announcement, and and really came up with a really good plan. And met uh, then actually a few more days, two three hours at a time, and really pounded out a great plan to keep our kids safe during this practice time. And um, my coaches were awesome at thinking the things I hadn't thought about. Um, So it was good just to be able to have that time with them. And um, Coach Delaney uh, just started with us this last year and. Amazing! Just both of them have been awesome and doing great work. And I'm just—I I mean, I could—I mean, it, 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 you're both coaches that you want your kids to play for. Uh-huh. And That's cool. <clears> you can <throat> really see that now, just in the in the way that they've prepared for practices and the extra effort they've put into making sure we're distancing. You know, really, um, I see, and this is for probably a lot of coaches making sure that they utilize their coaching staff to the very fullest and how important that is, especially right now, you know, a lot of head coaches will get assistant coaches and they'll do a lot of coaching. Well, now they're forced to put a little bit more responsibility on other coaches. And it's been really cool to go out and see practice and see some of the younger coaches really kind of getting into their own. So it's been, that's been a great part of this is just working with our coaches even more intent intensely than we typically do. And even with more and more intention than we probably ever have. But then just to see them uh, really grow and mold uh, new leaders and coaches has been my up uh, for the. week.
0: Yeah. Good. Well down title at shopping carts. I'm anxious <laughs> to hear this story. Well, we've all seen it. Okay. And, um, it kind of has to do with being in a vehicle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, it it drives me crazy. Okay. You go to a Walmart, whatever. It's usually, it seems like Walmart and I usually park a long ways away. Just especially when I have my truck, I, you know, you pr- protect it, but I then I, I get some exercise, too. I just park far away, and then I just walk, and whatever. I can't believe how people lazy are. They won't take their shopping carts across. <laughs> they must unload it, and there's the cart bin right across, or two cars down, and they just leave the cart. And I can park my truck, an eighth of a mile from the Walmart doors or whatever, clear out in the other. And I can come back and there's a shopping cart by my truck. Come on, people. And I'll guarantee you, I will guarantee you they're the same people that don't know how to drive on the freeway.
1: I, guarantee I would put money on it.
0: I'm guaranteeing it.
2: They oh, don't man. know how to
0: drive. Because they're too lazy to take the carts.
2: I am feeling for you. I Many times I go through the dang lots, and I and I'll look at where those carts sitting in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, what, what makes you so special that it's somebody else's job to put your shopping cart in the shopping cart rack? Are you kidding me? I'm with you, Todd. So, in honor of that,
0: in this week's blog post, have you ever seen the cart narcs? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay.
1: cart narcs.
0: I'm going to put a, a YouTube on there and you can go into that rabbit hole nice. this guy's <laughs> a cart nark he will sit out in the middle of a parking lot and he will confront people who don't put their cart away and he gets con- He gets they get confrontational with him he just tries um, to say cool say so are you a cop? no I'm a cart nark
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey you guys I, when we lived up in Minneapolis you got the shopping cart and you had to put the quarter in it uh, oh. Pull it out. And you'd be amazed how people brought their cart back so they could get that dang quarterback.
2: Good See idea. another walk epiphany right there for you, Scott Jarvis.
1: <laughs> I, hey you guys, that
2: I, a... I don't know if you know this now. I'm full of them. How <laughs> can you turn that into a fundraiser for the Centennial Jaguars? That's what <laughs> well, podcast topic. We we already we're
1: we're we already got it. We got, we got we got the cart shark, you know. Cart nark, I was going to say cart shark, but that works too. We're going to go out to hy V and just look for carts and.
0: Santiago <laughs> cart narks.
1: Like when I, was, when I was a little kid, you go out to the golf course and go swimming in the creek and get all the balls out and bring them in, and he gave you five cents a ball.
2: There you go. You oh. will put that into twenty into a twenty thousand dollar fundraiser by next week. I guarantee. I love
1: it. Let's let's you do will. it. I'm all I'm all for that.
2: There you go. So what's down? Did you guys notice? It's like spring, May, month of May is going along great. Finally got some decent weather in the back half of May. It's nice weather. You can go outside during the daytime and sit in the patio or, or walk around the neighborhood. Super pleasant. No problems whatsoever. And it's like all of a sudden one day it's like God reached down and turned on the NAT switch. Woo! Bam! In w- in literally, in one day, you went from nothing to being carried away by these things. How does that happen? Or is it just a Cedar Rapids thing? Does it happen over for you guys too? I, I haven't gotten many NATs. Oh, no, I really
0: yet. haven't seen a bunch of those.
2: Oh, they just, it was instantaneous over here. Ah. Uh, hmm. It well. was, if it, I think it was a Thursday, no problems. By Friday afternoon, I get out of my car, I'm standing on the driveway talking to somebody, and just, bam, and I'm having to shake them away from my head, and I, it, I've been wearing bug spray ever since.
0: Oh. So, I really haven't had them. We, down here, now it may change now with this hot weather. but
2: Oh. It it, it happened automatic. So the gnats are my down. About $30 of the bug soother high V the next day, and... It's already half gone. Carts and mats. What, uh, what do you got, What
0: do you got to add?
1: Well, hey guys, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna raise this up a notch here. But Clarkson, <laughs> my wife lost her diamond ring while she was showing a house uh, this last week and her diamond fell out of her ring. Oh. and she lost it. And she calls me in a, you know, a panic and, you know, I think I'm being a good husband. I'm like, Oh no, it's okay. You know? And I'm just kind of playing it cool. Like, you know, it's thousands of dollars. No big deal. We're good. (laughs) You know, don't worry about it. It's just a symbol of our love and marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. It's fine. (laughs) And she comes home and and I just kind of was like, okay, well we lost it. That's terrible. Honey. And she comes home. She goes, I. She goes, why aren't you upset? And I was like, I, well, I thought I was being a good husband by just saying it's okay, but I guess I was supposed to freak out about it. Well, it's <laughs> all those
0: walks that you've taken that now have turned you into a calm man.
1: Yeah, Mahatma Gandhi Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> I just ordered my robes. I mean, we should be good to go now.
0: Can we get those on the uh, apparel store? Yeah, the B- apparel B- store, yes. On the robes,
2: yeah. Can you put your emoji on there with your 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 yeah. zen, your zen Z- emoji. Namaste. Namaste. The zen pose.
1: Yeah. So that was that was down. And so my wife was always, you know, she said, then she goes, "Well, yeah. I remember when we first got married, you said at some point get me a bigger diamond. So here we go." <laughs> now she just. <laughs> It's a bigger diamond now.
2: <laughs> that oh, worked good. out well, well I for Jane. Yeah,
1: I'm starting to think that she might have done this on purpose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh,
0: well, it's not shopping carts or gnats, but that lost ring is right
1: in there. Yeah, that's it's terrible stuff. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I know it is. I There's a lot of hard work went into that ring. <laughs> i'm not talking about the money either
2: <laughs> that's a whole other podcast topic for those young ad's out there that haven't popped the question yet yeah that's a lot
0: of carts you did not return in minnesota I, to save those quarters there's a lot of, <laughs> i think
1: a lot of quarters for that big, bad boy yeah uh, well
0: let's turn our discussion here a little bit to summer baseball and softball like i said we uh We missed this a couple weeks ago and here we sit and we're now in two days into practice, ready for day three. Um, We'll we'll talk about just some things that, you know, some pros, cons and and just maybe how we're approaching this. I want to start though, by talking about a project that we have all three kind of sat on. It's the pandemic project uh, initiated by Gary Stevens from uh, out in Maine and it kind of started as a Maine project and then Jay Hammis got involved, and then it kind of turned into a national project with some some guys from across the country. And, you know, we've kind of sat in on that, and, boy, it's great. There, there's a lot of great information. Um, in fact, I can post some of those uh, documents or some of those things on our, our blog post uh, for this, and people can take a look at those. And really a lot of it's backed by athletic trainers, it uh, seems like to me. Um, and this past week, uh, Scott kind of talked to them and, and, uh, kind of, you know, they knew we were starting in the state of Iowa and Scott maybe just ran through some of our, our, you know, kind of things we're doing. So Scott, why don't you get to talk about that? And then, uh,
1: maybe well, some first, of- yeah, first you know, I, the, I, I got a big, big shout out to Gary Stevens and putting that whole thing together because. Honestly, I probably wouldn't feel nearly as good about going into um, you know these pro- protocols and policies and procedures had uh, I'd not been able to sit on that. And I don't know if you guys feel that same way, but what a great resource! And Gary is just very insightful and just knows the right questions to ask. So um, it was it's been great just to have. I know Aaron and I were on a call with him for a little bit two weeks ago and just asked great questions and. Um, he's made me think about some things I didn't probably think about before. So, um, I feel really good about even the start of it. Even though I was very apprehensive, I felt good because I had the opportunity to serve on that task force. Um, wow. So, um, it was good. I, we had a lot of questions, um, and and more just implementation from most people. Um, you know, I went through. Um, You know, what we were doing, our state was doing for um, extending our physical um, date, um, giving kids a little, an extension. Um, We really talked about um, uh, permission uh, and participation, um, waivers. We talked about transportation waivers and we talked about that liability for that. Um, Dr. Lee Green was on this last week, uh, who was awesome. Um, He really talked about a lot of the things that we were talking about with liability. Like, what's our liability if somebody gets it? Uh, what's the liability for a fan that gets it? A student athlete, and he always goes back to that same conversation. He talks about what a reasonable person think if you're posting all the stuff up on your fences and you're making announcements and you're asking people to social distance um, throughout the night. I think a reasonable person would think that you're doing everything in your you know power to make sure people are safe. So, although it's very um, Nerve wracking, um, you know, just to know that if you're doing the right things, people will know and that's going to help you. Um, we talked about, you know, attendance at practicing games, what we're going to do in the event that somebody does get it. Um, or if a family member gets it, what's that protocol look like? If, if somebody calls up and says, uh, you know, to our baseball or softball coach, hey, we didn't send Joey or Jenny to practice today. Um, her brother was at work or her sister was at work and potentially came in contact with someone with COVID. Um, you know, we've, you know, tell them to stay home until they find out, um, you know, working with your athletic trainers and your school nurses is pivotal, I think in this process. Um, so I, you know, that was good information. Um, you know, the daily uh, clearance and temperature and all that stuff. Um, after we sat on that, that was kind of when I started thinking about that app and how we can make this easier and how we can make it contactless so that kids weren't sharing pens and paper and passing them back and forth, uh, exact stuff that we don't want to do and to mitigate, you know, uh, kids getting uh, COVID. So that, that was great. Um, I know I talked to Aaron and Todd before the show, but we took the, I think our Polk County took really, a, you know, the Lynn County protocol for a confirmed case for schools and really kind of made it their own. So that was good. We talked about the sanitation um, issues that we have with bats and helmets and equipment and balls, um, how you can mitigate that. Um, and then we talked about social distancing and how coaches can use different um, drills to make sure that they can keep kids social distanced. Um, we talked about game day spectators, uh, but really on Monday, uh, Dr. Lee Green was, I think, the the showstopper. And then Mike Blackburn spoke, um, and just both of them had some really good words of wisdom for us. And again, um, Dr. Green's one of the best in the business, and he's very helpful and, and did a good job of kind of setting everybody's mind at ease a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it really I- good. Good three hours. Three. I mean, they they've been going two or three hours.
0: Yeah, I know the first one I sat on was at least two two and a half hours.
1: And
0: yeah. yeah I just didn't get to this time. I was helping our softball coach get practice going and getting some equipment for them and things. But uh, glad you were there. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And again, I'll share some of those documents as much as we can. It's just again, I think just reinforces the fact that, you know, we're just, we're being watched by people from across the country on how we're doing this. Yeah. And we will have some things to share on what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, and that, that'll kind of be our responsibility to do that when people ask. But I think people will be asking us what works and what doesn't. And uh, these things we're talking about, like, like the app, and uh, how we're recording things is going to be very important. So, so you know, it, we're playing, and uh, let's talk about, you know, some of the, the factors that are, are in play there, pros and cons. Um, you know, the pros, I think the first one that comes to mind is just the social and emotional uh, mm-hmm. of our kids and our coaches. Um you kind of mentioned it, Scott. And I know, Aaron, you've had good conversation with your coaches. You know, just standing, standing at the field, talking with coaches, for me, the last two days before practice, um, has just been good to talk with people. And just it's – it's been a, a good sense of normalcy, I guess, um,
2: just to have some interaction because
0: we would missed that. Yeah.
2: I agree. The energy has been – uh, a real positive, just, and I haven't gotten super engaged with the, the practices, but just kind of walk around the fields while they're practicing and listen to my coaches. And it's just good to hear that energy that there's, there's conversation about what's good rather than what's bad. And it's, it's to be around that. Um, again, hear that I, um, listen to coach Hoyer, my baseball coach, uh, called me, oh uh, would have been, <clears throat> late afternoon, early evening, late last week, and they just gotten done with a, they've got a pretty young coaching staff. And uh, they just gotten done with a, they worked all day in the field. Boy, talk about it, the curveball they got thrown there too. I mean, yeah, and they couldn't be on the field. There's no, you can't be on school grounds, can't do anything. And, oh, by the way, now in eight days, have your field ready to go. Oh
1: and, yeah.
2: and and you can't bring outside people to help. So it's just on them. I mean, holy yeah. cow. They worked all day in the field and then they had a two-hour coaches meeting about because that was, that was a day after, um, you know, they said, okay, let's play. And I had some conversations and shared the DE stuff with them. And we kind of put together an initial baseball softball practice protocol list um, mm-hmm. that to them. And they spent two hours going through that. And to hear, he called me so excited about the energy and the innovation and the thinking outside the box that his young coaching staff had. And he was so energized. And for the last two months, any conversation I had with Brett Hoyer was negative about no baseball. Mm-hmm. And to just have that that switch so fast into, okay, here we go, has just been enjoyable for me as an AD to, to see that in our kids and coaches.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It doesn't mean the worry has gone away. It's still oh, there. It's yeah. just got buried a couple layers down, and that was nice to not have it on the surface the whole time. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I think, you know, another thing I, just, I added to the script was just the varsity bound app. I think that's been a real positive that <coughs> a real asset. And uh, yeah. again, we talked about that, but <coughs> excuse me, hats off to Sam and the varsity bound folks for putting that together and Scott for taking a walk to initiate that.
2: <laughs> you know, you know what makes me think of that though, Todd. I mean, go back to yeah. go back to our podcast topics back in late March. You yep. know, talking about Yep, this is negative, and yes, this is no fun, and, and and there's a lot of negative to it, but go find the positive and what things will come uh-huh. from what good things will come from what we learn through this. And that type of collaboration, it would be a perfect example of that. No pressure on Sam and, 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 and Todd here there, garcy bound, but I was thinking, I talked to Sam about this the other day after we went through the the, the COVID screening app. Mm-hmm. Hey, come next fall how are you going to spin this into a concussion protocol tracking app? Uh, yeah. So I'm hoping the wheels are spinning on that in a way of, uh, <laughs> yeah. again, uh, using the technology developed as a result of what we're having to do now, but now what other applications will that turn into that might make the life of ADs and trainers and kids and coaches in terms of tracking concussion protocol? Is that another step that comes from this? Uh, but yeah. pressure sponsors at varsity Bound. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: Well. Uh,
0: some cons. Um, I'm, I'm cons- I am I talked to our coaches today, both of them, about injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, you worry about kids that have been really doing nothing for three months. You could say they haven't been working out like they need to work out. They haven't been active like they need to be active. Um, and I just said, just be very mindful of Doing too much too quick. I mean, and then the problem is you've got two weeks to train. There's no way in two weeks on the 15th we're going to be ready to I worry about just injuries, sidelining people. Um, Can't control it, but I think, again, just coaches being mindful of how they're training. I know our baseball coaches, our softball coach practiced at 8 o'clock in the morning, baseball 4 o'clock this afternoon, Mm -hmm. and they were cutting it short because they weren't going to go quite as long. Um, but, you know, they said yesterday, took that con into a positive, but um, I've got a brand-new baseball coach. He's a, he's a grad from here, graduated in uh, 2013. Now he's back teaching. He's a good young coach. He's got it. You talk about kids that got it. He's got it. And one of the neat things is his dad is his assistant coach. Hmm. And his dad had been an assistant coach in our system for many, many years. He's close to my age, if not the same age, but maybe a little bit younger. So we've got this young coach, brand new, and then his dad, who has been a baseball coach before, comes from a baseball family. And uh, so just a great mix. But um, Kevin, the assistant, you know, we're talking about the heat and everything and injuries. And he said, yeah, yesterday, you know, we – We started, and then about halfway through practice, we went and jogged again and stretched again and then played catch again. You know, they just, they didn't practice normally. So I was really, that was good to see. And again, having that wisdom of a longtime assistant coach with the new head coach, father, son, is is kind of cool. Um, But I I just worry about that a little bit. Um, Just some injuries that may take place. Well,
2: Oh, Scott, you got muted there.
1: Yeah. I was talking to our trainer about that the other day, about how having this big, long gap could, you know, have an increased amount of injuries. And I worry about that for this fall even too. Yeah. Having our kids basically from July, hopefully July one to, um, to beginning of August and having really 30 days to get ready for, a, you know, a high intensity fall season. That's, it's going to be tough on kids. I think there's going to be, you know, it's there's potential for more injuries because of that.
2: In yeah. the heat of July. Yeah. I just think, you know, and that's just, I think you got the great point there, Todd. I think you need to have conversations with your coaches engage um, how well they're keeping track of that. Uh, you know, um, game day ready on June 15th is not going to be, what they're used to for game day. If they try to push for the regular game day ready, um, they'll have to push their kids harder than maybe their bodies are good for right now. And and they'll probably pay for that injury wise um, over the course of this short season. So that'd be smart and recognize that they aren't going to be where they'd normally like to be by game one this year. And that's okay. Uh You're better off to be healthy with less stuff in than unhealthy and, and beat up with with all your stuff in, so just hopefully they're smart about it and have that conversation with your coaches, um, yeah. and, and the kids too. They're anxious to get going and they're and and they want to go 100 miles an hour again, and they don't. So we've got to monitor them because they're so excited about it. Mm-hmm. We've got to help them understand you. Like we're going to go hard in spurts, boys and girls, but we but we got to be smarter. You're going to hurt yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, one of the first things I I told them when I talked to both teams on Monday was. You know, we have to trust you, being in the kids, to do the right thing. And that was when we were talking about self-reporting and if you don't feel good, you know, and all that. Um, but then that also comes into play on how your body feels. Yeah. And you've got to be truthful about how your body feels so it doesn't turn into something that's nagging. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. That's a good point.
0: So, yeah. well, you know, the other cons, I, I think we'll just probably – Scott, let's go to the closing points. I think it has to do with the unknown. That's probably the biggest con we have with playing right now is the unknown. And I think your closing point is going to try to speak to that a little bit. So let's just talk through that a little bit.
1: I, yeah, my and I, I put it on our notes. So just I've been really struggling with that what if versus, you know, and that fear versus what is. And I think back, in, and Aaron just mentioned a little bit, is like when we first kind of went on this COVID you know, sabbatical, <laughs> uh, ha- talking um, just that Maxwell leadership leading through crisis uh, really kind of made me reflect on that and, and the things I thought at that time. But as a leaders, for us as ADs, it's it's important not to play that what-if game. We always have to be prepared, and that what-if is always going to be okay. What if this happens, but we're prepared, and we believe that we have everything in place, and we believe that we're doing what's best for kids. And we're working hard on creating those processes and procedures, and we're just—we just need to trust that all that work will work. And I I read this quote, and I just thought this was—it just said, "Success is scarce because fear is common." And and I think as ads, you know, we're always worrying about the what ifs, and that's—it's part of what we do. It's part of you know who we are because we want to make sure things are safe, but at At some time, we just, we just be better at releasing, we need to be a little better at releasing the what ifs that just clog our minds. And sometimes they cloud, um, you know, what we do. And so I just thought it was important that, you know, for me, kind of just thinking through this. So this is actually the, the fact that you gave me the closing thought was really good for me this week, because it just made me think about, you know, all my fears and everything I was worried about. Um you know, really kind of came to light. But, you know, and and my wife tells me this all the time, don't tell her that I told you. But she's always like, you can't control the uncontrollable. And I know we always, we try to do that. Because that's just how ADs work. But there are so many things that are out of control right now that are out of our control. We just need to to give ourselves that freedom to kind of release that fear and just and have that the what if being that fear and even if just having that faith, even if, you know, something bad happens that we've got all these processes and procedures and we've done all these things to keep our kids safe. So even if something bad happens, you know, we've done everything we can possibly do to make sure that our kids and coaches, our fans are safe. Um, and just having that, you know, being overwhelmed by all those fears and the what ifs, um, I always and, and this happens to me all the time, and I always got to fight this, but it, and I, and I, it was my one word for this year was that vision, and being that I'm present in the moment, and that I'm grateful for what is, and I'm not always worried about all the bad things that could happen, so um, just releasing and dealing with all the what-ifs, but then preparing um, for, you know, all the, all the great things that could happen for it, and I just leave everybody with this fault, and, and and this is the what if I need to to concentrate on is, you know, the what if needs to be what if everything that you know we as ads are dealing with right now is what is preparing uh, for what we've asked for. So I just thought that was a um, a really good thought for me this this last couple of weeks, and and hopefully that's a good thought for some of our ads out there that are dealing with all this fear and anxiety and. And worrying about what could happen, but um, really thinking about these kids and how excited they are to play has been fun. And both of you have talked about the things that you've seen that have been positive, and just really concentrating on those. And hopefully, June fifteenth, our kids are out playing baseball and softball, and and we start seeing those things that we love about sport bringing people together. You know, uh, all going for a common cause and and just doing what we do and having our kids go out there and compete and, and learn life lef- lessons through sport.
0: Good. Yeah.
1: Deep thoughts by Jack Andy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, I think you're right. Uh, what, as you say that, you know, you're grateful for what is and not worried about the what if I, I wrote that in the notes. Cause I think that's a, a good way to put it too. grateful for the what is, mm-hmm. what is right now is I think it's raised awareness of our coaches' leadership. Mm-hmm. You've talked about the great conversations you've had and the great thing the coaches have done. Aaron talked about his young coaching staff and how kids are maybe coaching, you know, more than what they would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, head coach re-energized. I see that in our coaches as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is I, I think we... And I think it's one thing I've learned over the years is... I probably haven't had, I I know I haven't had as many meetings as you guys have. I've talked to them and we've talked through things, but I told them too. the first meeting we had, I said, you guys have to figure out how to coach your team Mm -hmm. and how to coach the drills. I can't tell you how to do that. I can't tell you to keep kids six feet apart playing catch all the time. I just got to tell you to make sure it happens and you've got to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be there to watch you. I'm going to be there, you know, just to watch practice. And if you want input, I'll give it. And if I see something, I'll obviously say something. But you guys have to figure out how to do this. And I think it's, it's I see a lot deeper thought, especially in my experienced softball coach. I don't know him that well. I just met him, you know, and he's, a, he's not a teacher. He's, and so I don't know him all that well. But I've seen a deeper, I think, thinking side of him. Or maybe I'm just appreciating it more mm-hmm. um, than I saw last year. Yeah. And I know my young coach who's really sharp and his dad are just, like I said, they, they're finding ways to get it done. And I think as we go into the fall too, and as our coaches train people starting in July, our off-season coaches, I think we can see a new level of leadership in them. Mm-hmm. But I think we've got to trust them to do that. Yeah. Because our goal is not only to lead, but to grow leaders. Yeah. And I think that's, that's my goal through this too, is that people learn how to lead and how to adapt a little bit more as well.
1: That's good. That's a good point, Todd. All
0: right. Well, let's go back. Let's talk smoke baloney.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's do. I
1: like so, it.
0: So, so let's close with a little bit of levity. I mean, we've all been, but uh, anyway, uh,
1: we call this the barbecue legends.
0: Well, you know what? And there's a few things I figured out on my on smoking. One is pulled pork. I've got my recipe. I've got my method. I got the way I like it. Ribs. Love the ribs. And that bologna, I'm telling you, this is two weekends in a row.
2: Where do you get it? What is it? I mean, what's...
0: It's just fairway bologna. And I... I go just in.
2: Regular I, bologna you just get
1: at the store.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just, a fairway. And it, so looks, I, like I gourmet,
1: it looks like a gourmet. Yeah. Like you had to get it. Some well, store.
0: it's got a, it's the, the sauce on it that I put on it is a brown sugar. Hey, I'll share the recipe in the, uh, the box. Oh, I it. Okay. There you go. We don't
2: give it a, but okay. So did you get it at like the, the meat counter or is this? Yeah. The stuff that's in?
0: yeah. So I've done it both times in Okaboji on the Traeger. Cause that's where my mm-hmm. Traeger is. So Memorial day weekend. And I knew I wanted to do it. I wanted to try it. And so I'm in there getting some other stuff to smoke ribs and things like that for the weekend. And I had a kid who's a high school kid behind the counter. And I said, Hey, can you cut me one pound logs of baloney? Cause I usually just have a big tube, you know? And he said, I said, you have a log of baloney back there in the cooler. No.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I said, okay. So anyway, so my ribs, I wanted to have them, the professionals just take the membrane off the ribs. Yeah. So I gave it back to the, the guy back there who I think is probably one of the leaders of the meat department. So he's taken it off and he brings them up to me and, uh, He said, "You know, I usually don't take the membrane off of mine. I know a lot of people do." I said, "Well, you know, thanks for doing that." I said, "Do you guys have baloney back there?" Because he he was in charge. He said, "Yeah." I said, "Okay." So he cut it, and he I just did uh, two of them the first weekend. So I go in again last Saturday morning, and he's working again, and. That's all I want is bologna for this weekend because a, a couple friends of mine had provided the other meat that we were smoking for the weekend. So I said, okay, I want some more bologna. And the same guy. And he said, I must've been good. I said, it was great. I said, give me four, four, one pound logs of bologna. I'm going to do four of them. So he cut four of them and he said, I've never done it. I said, We well, need to try it. So one of the reasons I did four, I did them for a, a couple other couples they are friends of ours up there. And one of them uh, is a retired teacher from Kansas and uh, she's in the middle of chemo treatments for mm-hmm. cancer. And uh, so she likes bologna and uh, you know, I think all of us that grew up, we ate enough bologna because it was just oh, yeah. part of the sandwich and white bread and the old fake American cheese, you know, yeah. singles, singles. So I bought everybody. I got everyone. I did a, well, I did a pound for each of them, and I had two pounds for us, okay? So, <laughs> so I got them done, and then I bought every. I was looking for Wonder Bread.
2: Oh, and yeah.
0: Fairway didn't have Wonder Bread. Uh, went to Walmart. I didn't stop at Hy-Vee, but I went to Walmart, and um, that's where a cart was out in the middle of the parking lot, by the way. <laughs> so, Move on, move on. Don't go back to the carts. So they don't have Wonder Bread at at Walmart either, but they have bimbo. Bimbo white bread. You ever heard of bimbo white bread? It's from Wisconsin. Any friends from Wisconsin, that's where they make bimbo white bread. I looked it up since 1945.
2: It explains a lot, doesn't it?
0: Yes. (laughs) But I figure if you're brave enough to call your bread bimbo for the last 80 years, I, I can give it a try. Good white bread. So I gave everyone a loaf of white bread and a pound of bologna. And I'll tell you, when you cut that, you slice it, and you put it on the white bread, and you put that cheese on top, warm it up just a little. I haven't had a grilled one yet. And then throw mayonnaise oh. on that thing. The grilled one. With a piece of bread on. You're in heaven. Really? No, yeah. Really?
1: Hey, if you put that on the grill with the, with the cheese and the – oh, my. Oh, I
0: know. Yeah, I'm going to have a grilled one here in the next couple of days. Okay.
2: So I got to go to the meat department. I need them to, to cut off one pound lo- like slabs off yep. the lo- bologna in the back.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're not very thick, but it's a pound of bologna. Yep. And then you slice it yourself.
2: All right. Do you slice it before or after you smoke?
0: After. after. And actually, the first time I did two pounds, I took it over to supper. Some friends of ours were having supper with another family and some of their kids. And we just ate it like regular meat. We didn't even eat the sandwiches. We were just cutting it off and eating it in chunks. Hmm. But this time, I actually cut it all up the next day. I had it cold. It cuts best when it's cold. Okay. So I would let it get cold again. You're going to want to eat some when it's warm, though, I'll guarantee you. All
2: right.
0: And uh, so it's got a brown sugar, mustard, Hmm. soy sauce, and Worcestershire sauce glaze on it that's what smokes up about four hours at 225 mm. that gets nice and hard mm. i'll post a couple pictures on our blog post
1: yeah it looks it looks delicious
0: yes and it is uh, can i can
1: you, yeah. right? you know you guys got me all jacked up on this smoking now i've had i made ribs i've we've done chicken in the smoker now and the ribs my daughter my youngest daughter is fifth grader Almost ate a whole dang rack of ribs. <laughs>
0: nice. Oh, uh, you know, Yeah. I'm going
2: to I'm gonna have to decide if I'm going to go smoker. I'm still doing all this on the old Weber kettle grill, but that's kind of a fun adventure for me, too. So I'll have to see how it turns out on the yeah. kettle. Well, now that you have your own Twitter account, Aaron, well, you can post your pictures on Twitter I now, can, too. I can get, that's one of the main reasons, was I want to get some <laughs> my personal stuff on there instead. So all right,
0: I'll post all that. I'm not, I mean, it's, it's worth, it's worth sharing. There's no secrets. Um, so again, I got told Deb the other day, you know, it's really not a secret to doing stuff like that. It's just time. Yeah. And and whether you're going to put the time in to do it. And, uh, but yeah, it's good stuff. And I think you got to eat it with white bread and and fake American cheese. Fake American Mm -hmm. cheese. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? Oh, that's right. That's right. The only thing missing was a lunchbox. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a BTV lunchbox. Oh, oh, oh. old school lunchbox.
1: I, with a thermos. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> thermos. Yes. I love it. We're on to something. I'll put, uh,
1: I'll put it with my Scooby-Doo lunchbox. <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> uh, uh, good stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks guys. This has been good. And, uh, good to end with a smile. So yep. we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. I, I think next week, um, try to pull in the, his name slips me right now, but, uh, maybe the guy that Dr. Spencer put us in touch with, see if Thank we you. can work that out, get him in the next couple of weeks anyway. So anyway, good luck, continued success on uh, getting your kids practicing and everything we're doing. Thanks for all the work you've done out front on this, too, and helping people across the state, Scott, with that app and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, your leadership on that, too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, and uh, thank you to our partners, Hometown Ticketing, Gipper, and, uh, again, Varsity Bound. Special love to Varsity Bounce uh, tonight on the development of that app and helping us out during this time. So thank you to them, and uh, thank you to all of you for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Be blessed.